All right, let's roll. Welcome back to another episode of The Tossers, joined by yours truly, Lachlan Crawley and Jack Tossel. Don't know why I went that formal this time. No, I like. Thanks for having me, Jack. A pleasure to be on. <laughs> Always a burden, never a pleasure. <laughs> now, big news happening in the, the Tossers sphere. The boys uh, had a bit of a planning meeting last night uh, over at the Hype House, um, our Hype House. Not, um, the, the only true Hype House that's around these days. I don't know. Because no. the other one just completely... I think the one in LA is still going strong. I don't know about the one. Wait, the, there's no way there's still one running in LA. I think they just with the originals. I, no, they've no. moved on. <laughs> they just rinse and repeat everyone. Also, everyone when I say the originals, I have no idea who the who the originals are. <laughs> I don't know any of the TikTokers that are in there. No, I wouldn't. Like, I remember bright that Bryce, Bryce Hall, Hall, Josh Richardson. He's big. On that Noah, Noah Beck. Here we go. This is showing yeah, early day yeah. knowledge. There's no way they're still living together. Absolutely not. They'd move. How old would they be now? Bryce Hall and um, Josh Richards, they still hang out a bit, but I don't think they live together. Yeah, would, do you think that's something we'd be saying is that like Bryce Hall actually seems like a decent bloke now? Mm. Have you seen his interview? Yeah, I mean, I don't hate him as much anymore. <laughs> I don't hate him. I did. Maybe I just haven't seen the new stuff. Yeah, because he was, yeah. I mean, they've matured, but a fair play to them. I guess once you get a shitload of cash, <laughs> you probably chill out a little bit. You don't have that much stress. It's kind of a bit of like, you know, you either go one of two ways. You become really nice and philanthropic like Keanu Reeves or you just become an A-grade wanker. <laughs> I did. You, you just meant celebrities in general. You're not, you're not um, comparing Keanu Reeves to the Hype House Boys, eh? Well, how many followers has Keanu Reeves got? He did, well, I just meant like his career. To be fair, when he started, he was really like, ugh, I'm Keanu Reeves. Like yeah, Bill real, and Ted, like yeah, a big stoner. He, yeah, he was a massive stoner. I Honestly, looking back on some of those movies, I'm not sure he could actually like act in those early He's days. He's just in good movies. I think he was a bad actor. Um, Point Break, still to this day, is like one of my favourite Classic. Movies. I can just rinse and repeat it, watch it over and but over But even again. watching that sometimes, I'm like, is he a good actor in this? Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. The, the best one is Patrick Swayze as Bodie in it. Yeah, Swayze's, he's a king. But, like, there was a time there I had might have just not been enjoying work. I'm like, screw it. Like, I'll just go rob banks and then just, like, spend, like, the Australian winter in Hawaii, like, Fiji, Thailand. Wait, how far into planning this did you get? Oh, not very far. Because <laughs> I realised that the, the bank robbing game is done. That that finished up in about the 90s. You know, tech and security got too good. So now it's cyber yeah. hackers and... um. You know, if I have a problem in my computer that you can't turn it off and restart it and fix it, then I'm done. Yeah, that's it's about, over. That's about the extent. So I'd be a pretty poor cyber criminal. I did. I did. So this popped up the other day. This reminds me on Facebook. This guy who was a UFC fighter, I forget his name now, but he grew up as like a thug in England. Yeah. He's an English bloke. And he went to jail for robbing like $50 million worth of stuff. From, from I can't remember where it was from. But he was still fighting the UFC, so he did this. And the, he, he, I think he went on those UFC shows where they put the teams against each other and fight each other. What are they called? Oh, I can't remember, but he went on one of those. And apparently he was just rolling around with the Rolexes on and like the Gucci slides and stuff. And they're like, dude, how are you making this much money? And he had a, f- a few beers. He goes, yeah, I'm a gangster. Like I'm a gangster from England. It's like Aaron Hernandez, you know. Just oh, well, negotiating another he's forty bit, million dollar contract. He's a bit co- different. To keep the contract, mate, all you had to do was just not kill two people. <laughs> he, that was well, yeah, that was a bit different. That Miami, they're doing a a thing on that Miami team that where he went to um, college. The, the Gators. They that year they had like 
so many boys go to jail, like so many legends playing, like Tim Tebow was their quarterback. Like these guys, like he's a, a god botherer. Like Tim Tebow's as straight as you as you can get, but then you've got Aaron Hernandez on the exact same team in the same locker room, like doing all this shit. But yeah, he was a bad dude, Hernandez. But I also think like the CT got to him stuff. That's what you'd say as well. But this uh, this English bloke robbed them fifty million dollars, and got away with it. And yeah. obviously they started falling in. That's a lot of money, like because you need to launder that though. Like it's it's not inconspicuous either. Like you can't just put fifty million bucks under the kind of bed. Well, this is yeah. It was it was all cash. Like yeah, none of it was digital. So they I can't remember what they did, but they got a guy, a security guard. They planted. They had a van, all the clothes on. They went. That's right. They went to his house and held his wife and kid hostage. This security guard took him in, got him to pass them all through. Then they drove straight out in the van. That's how they did it. They just go to the bathroom and he's using it for toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. it, well, they that's they got a mate, uh, one of his mates from school. That's where he hid some of it at his parents. And then he got some old mate from like, say, just name a mate from school that you haven't seen in 12 years. Yeah. Imagine getting him just to hide some for you like a school. And they end up finding that as well. But he was the last one to get caught. He nearly got away with it. I think he went overseas for a bit and was partying up in Morocco and stuff with all his cash. And then they extradited him out and put That's him That's something they should make a movie about, really. 100%. I, I don't know why. It hasn't been made a movie yet. Do you Incredibly. think like people like that, and this is the stuff we hear about, imagine the stuff that you don't hear about. And remember there was, it might have been 10 years ago, there were like all the pensioners that were like in their 60s and 70s and they like mined into a bank and like stole all the jewels and they got away for like two or three years. They're like our grandparents' age. Like that's they are they are making movies about that. What's there's one where this guy steals a painting and stuff. There was that terrible movie with um, who it, it's just all the old guys, Morgan Freeman, no, Michael Caine. That movie was based. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. It was yeah. based on that. <laughs> the old the old people bank heist movies. I'm not sure the old people are only watching those movies as well. But yeah, you couldn't get away with it these days. So I don't know what the fuck you were thinking when you were like, I'm going to rob banks for a living. Also, you're not that cool, Jack. I know you know how to surf, but the rest of the stuff you're not quite into. <laughs> well, armed robbery. <laughs> yeah, armed robbery. It seems easy. Have you ever held a gun? Maybe on the farm. Oh, when it was, Maybe a rifle. When yeah. it was in Vietnam, the US. If you Did you go to that uh, bazooka place? No, I didn't where you can shoot like a cow. <laughs> yeah, you shoot a cow. Shout out to our <laughs> vegan listeners. Please tweet that out. I remember... One of my friends... Would you shoot a cow? Yeah. You'd shoot a cow? Yeah. With a bazooka. <laughs> it'd, like, it'd, it'd be harmless. I've, it, it feels a bit like a waste of you a have cow. To, you you a, have to eat it afterwards. It feels like... No, but I was going to say, I, I don't <laughs> think there'd be much left. I was going to say, it feels like a bit of a waste like to do that in Cambodia, a country, you know, which is, you know, one of the poorest countries in the world. And I just got this big cow. And you're like, oh, we could, like, you know, feed 20 families with that. Nah. We'll make more. Good. You know what? For the cow, good way to go, I reckon. Like, it's pretty hard. You, you get blown up instantly. You're going to be remembered. <laughs> yeah, you reckon his mates... Imagine the group of all the other cows are just watching him. What just a hell blown. of a way to go. I don't know. What are they doing with my mate Steve? Holy shit. He <laughs> gets exploded everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. They, they would have no idea. They wouldn't be able to comprehend what a rocket launcher is. Cattle. I can't imagine. Although they're pretty smart. I don't think they can understand that. I did shoot an AK-47 when I was in Vietnam, though. And this wasn't me, but a friend of mine was in the US as well. And obviously... Love their guns. Yeah. Went to a range just off Las Vegas. Went to shoot an AR-15 at a gun range. You know, just got heaps and heaps of bullets. And I just give it to him. They're like, oh, just go out there and, you know, just shoot until you drop. 
He's like, I've never shot a gun in my life. I don't know how to use yeah, it. Yeah, what are they? And then he's like, you'll work it out. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no safety aspects there. Also, you'd think with tourists, they give them a bit of a, like a helping hand. Yeah. Because I, when I was in England, I used to have to teach small ball rifles at like the scouts camp I was working at yeah, to kids. Yeah. And so you've got them all lined up, right? So you get them in, there'll be a group of 30 kids. And I'm like six, seven, eight-year-olds, like young kids. And they're all standing there. You've got to take them through the practice and whatnot. And then you've got, you have to stand between them when they're shooting because that, they'll go bang, bang, bang and turn around with the rifle to go to their mates, go, hey, did you guys see that shot? So you have to stand there and be like deflecting the, the guns back down the range. And I was just, I just couldn't do it. I was like, these, these motherfuckers are going to take some guy's <laughs> eye. Like they're going to take my eye out. Like you've got to take the guns off and they stand up when you're walking down, they're changing the targets and stuff. And you're like, sit the, sit the fuck down, brother. I don't want to get hit right now. You're working at like pretty much a British boarding school for free, just for your board. And you're like, I'm not getting paid. Definitely not getting paid enough to you know, get shot by some little 10 year olds. Yeah, not at all. And then we did archery as well. Like that's just as dangerous. Like yeah. they still, so many people are bad at archery. I don't understand how you can get that wrong. And then they were, they were teaching us the archer course we got taken through. So they teach you all the rules, how to set up an archery course, right? So you're supposed to have a certain amount of distance behind it just in case someone shoots over that you can't hit any people. Yeah, that, that checks out. So we went through the course Kind of like you wouldn't have just have people walking at the back yes, of the gun correct, range. Yes, correct, correct. The exact same thing. So we're sitting there doing the test and then doing the exam and stuff and this guy's teaching us. And we've already seen the archery course. I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure there's a road behind our archery course, like literally right behind it. And then there was, we went down there. The track in the, in the, uh, where were we? We were in a, like in the forest, went straight behind the archery course. I was like, you're teaching us something and we're just completely doing the wrong thing anyway. Like, it's, it's like sometimes you go to some golf courses and they've just got roads going on the side and like I've been there and I'm... Well, they've got houses on the side. I'm arguably one of the world's worst golfers and I'm like, you do not want to be driving on this road today. Yeah, you get hit. On the... Well, that's you. Also, people that get angry when there's a golf ball sit at their house when they live next to a golf course. That is, you can't be getting angry. That's not a thing. I was watching a video the other day, and this guy's chirping this bloke because he hit a golf ball. Like, keep it out of my yard. Like, mate, you are living on a golf course. <laughs> what do you expect's going to happen? It's like those people who move to places in the inner city, um, like near a pub, and then like noise complain it. Yeah, it reminds me of this story. They like hitting cars and stuff like that. It was either my grandpa or my uncle was playing cricket one day, hit a six, smashed their own windscreen. <laughs> That's, we've had that happen before. <laughs> Is, I guess... You're are happy, you happy or yeah, not? How happy I was. That's what I was trying to think. How happy are you for hitting that windscreen? Uh, no, I'd be, I'd be... Well, was he a batter or a bowler? Did both. Was he, well, okay. Does he, does he hit many sixes is what I was getting at. Yeah, would have hit a few. So, yeah, he'd be filthy on himself. Yeah. But also, like, he knows where his car's fucking parked. Why is he hitting it towards it? It's like, would you be more filthy, you know, driving back from Mansfield 40 minutes without a windscreen or driving back with a windscreen if you'd made a golden duck? Oh, 100% hitting your windscreen. <laughs> it's country cricket. Who gives a fuck? Like, also, he, he definitely knows where his car's parked. Why would he hit it at his own car? Like, that is just some, that is some dumb tossle stuff there. Oh. What is going through their mind? When you're on, you're on. We'll- we, we used to get yelled at in cricket training because we did that a few... Our, for some reason, our cricket coach parked his car, like, like outside the nets from where you bowl from, yeah. right? And just off to the side. It didn't get hit once. It got hit twice in, like, the same... Like, why would you park your car in there? 
Do you have, was, and then actually one more. I got one. Yeah, more. go. We had like the the CEO, or I don't know what you'd call them for like the competition that we had in Aubrey, come down and yeah. say, hey, what's going on? See, see the boys, I don't know, he just was popping his head in or whatnot. And he pulls up, gets out, walks in the gate, and then immediately one ball goes skies up straight into his windscreen. <laughs> like the head honcho of the CAW Cricket Club, Cricket League in, in Aubrey, and we just do this stra- that straight to him. But I'm thinking, we're 16-year-old kids. We don't know where the fuck we're hitting it. Like... <laughs> We you have no control. We're just, yeah, we're just trying to hit sixes in the nets. Like, we're, what else are you trying to do? We're just trying to hit the ball. Yeah, we're yeah. trying to hit the ball. Yeah, full stop for the ones that can't bat as well. So they can't get angry at us for that. Don't like, you reckon it's funny when you're younger, though, and you're at school and just boys being boys? There'll be like a window or something that would shatter easy, and you're like, who can, like, kick the football the, close, the closest yeah. to the window without breaking it? Yeah. <laughs> we played that all the time. But um, and, we and used to throw apples at windows. Like, we used to throw apples at the wall where the window was and see how close we could get it to the window. And so it would smash on the wall and not hit the window. And it was just the funniest moment when someone actually just miscalculated and smashed it. I can't ever say we got it with the footy. I can't say we've ever done that. But a few apples through the window, I think. <laughs> but that, that was about it. Fuck, we were shits, like, oh. uh, at school. We used to stand at either end of like the field where we'd eat lunch and a few boys would be up there, a few boys would be 50 metres away. And then we would have, we'd throw food at each other. Like oh. just piff apples at each group. Food fights. It was, but it was like a long range. We both knew what we're getting into, like groups of boys, and then we'd just be piffing apples. And then one day it escalated to where there was a few years around and it was these massive huddle, right, of all boys. I can't remember what we are kicking, a, a soccer ball or something or just something. It was, I don't even think it was a ball, but there was about 100 blokes kicking this thing around and then this one sort of um this one not quite there guy from the year below comes in roosts it goes straight through it bang hits the tub of yogurt being held by one of the teachers <laughs> miss miss mortimer i think it was straight into her face <laughs> went everywhere <laughs> and there's a hundred of us and she goes you with me just to the one guy that did it <laughs> none of us got in trouble and we're all standing there laughing our asses off about a hundred blokes on our on our haunches just going this is classic what a sight to behold <laughs> i kind of feel like she I'm, was covered it was full as well <laughs> i understand like as a teacher you're gonna get angry about that but i feel like if that happened to me i just felt it is what it is. Like, good shot. Yeah. It was, I just still remember it. Like, she parted the crowd and you, it went in slow motion. You just saw him with his foot going up and you saw her just come out of the crowd. Like, that Homer meme where he's going to the bushes, but the other way around. Yeah. She's coming out and then bang, and we all lost it. Just and it went quiet and then he was off. Oh, in slow God, motion. Funny. We all still, I think all the boys still remember that. One of the, one of the all-time greats. Oh, we'll, we'll get off the, the schoolyard chat, but we're going to we'll touch on it before. But the boys have done some extensive planning. For those of you not aware, we are heading to Thailand. Yeah, so this, yeah, In was t- Europe. T-minus three weeks. Yeah, very, well, maybe we booked, flight, we booked flights last night. Yeah. Good on us. We're very, we love planning ahead. <laughs> well, technically, we have planned ahead. Not by a lot, but we have planned ahead. <laughs> but we we did plan to go to Europe three, three months ago, so. It doesn't matter if you win the race by one millimetre. Or 100 metres, you still win the race. You still win the race, correct. So, yeah, so where are we off to, Toss? Tell the people. Tell we're, the in, we're in Bangkok. We're going to see all the lady boys. I guess this is a question probably a lot of people ask. If you get with a lady boy, does it count as cheating? 
Yeah, if you get with anyone, it counts as cheating. That's not. That is not. That is also not the question. That's not the question people ask about ladyboys. <laughs> it's whether you're gay or not. If you're shagging a ladyboy, that's the question that normally gets asked. I've seen videos and people like you go to Thailand and you have to be so careful because you will see the most beautiful girl you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, that would be a ladyboy. You're like, once you get above an eight, it's a guy. Yeah, so, it's a ladyboy. So if they're too good looking, it's. But they, I think I think because I've been searching Thailand for our trip, like it pops up on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. So and it'll be those interviews with ladyboys, and every interview you can tell. There's one moment where you can tell it's a ladyboy. It's when they open their bloody mouth and they've got like a croaky voice, like us. It's a little high, but you can still hear that. Hey. I thought you were going to say sound like Jonathan Brown. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, good day, guys. Well, they're not. They're not quite that that bad, but they're pretty bad. Like everyone opens their mouth and you go, "That's that's a ladyboy," and I'm. You, I look, I'm honestly a little scared of, I don't know, see, I don't know how I'm going to react when I see my first lady, but <laughs> I'll just, I, I know for a fact I won't be able to wipe the smile off my face, <laughs> especially if she's talking to you or our other mate, Will, that's going. It would just be, I get so much joy out of it, and then I think I'll freak out as well. <laughs> but they're everywhere, aren't they? I believe so. They're pretty, like how, but how, because all the content I've consumed, I've not seen, I don't think I've seen one single attractive normal girl. There might have been one that... She thought someone thought she was a ladyboy, but every bit of content I've consumed is just ladyboys or white Australian chicks. White, maybe it's because all the uh, young, attractive ones get taken by the old middle-aged men who've just divorced their missus. Oh, and taken back here. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably actually. But how? Yeah, how young are they? And they are they attractive? Relatively. To well, yeah, I think everything's well. Yeah, relative to the old dude, yes, yeah, they're attractive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relative to the other women in Bangkok, who knows? I actually don't know what the other women women in Bangkok look like because I haven't seen one on any piece of media. Yeah, you it's literally like, all lady boys. You haven't invested thirty bucks a month and got Tinder Gold and set your location as Bangkok. No, yeah? I did. I did look that up the <laughs> other night. I didn't. I looked up like what the dating apps were in Bangkok to see uh, if Hinge doesn't work over there. That's one tip for you. I think I think it's Tinder is apparently all lady boys. <laughs> so if you get Tinder, a lot of lady boys. And uh I think Bumble's the Bumble's the way to go, apparently. Can you be on Grinder if you're a lady boy? Yeah. Because you got you've got a cock. I think that's What is the classification well, I can't no, gr- can lesbians get on Grinder as well? I don't know. What do they have if not Grinder? You never really hear about it. No. Maybe they're not as like active salespeople. Yeah, maybe they're... And also, they're maybe not as horny as dudes. <laughs> we talked about this on the other episode. Certainly That was a quick session. Two dudes shagging. Maybe <laughs> you haven't done so quick. <laughs> but yeah, I don't... Mate, we'll have to, we'll have to get it. I don't know, someone who knows on the show. That's uh, These are questions we, we have never had to ask ourselves. <laughs> take, take the podcast to Thailand. Well, I think, yeah, we are. I think we will do that. We'll get some mics and stuff and take it over there. Are we do we who do we get on the show? Do we get any special guests? And it can't be like Johnny and I don't know Steve from down at the pub, like <laughs> a couple of English backpackers. We we should get on someone that's got a bit more depth. And a couple of Australian blokes on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got their four days off, so yeah, they're going to Thailand. Pretty much. So why why did you end up? Why did we end up picking Thailand in the end? Well, I think for me, I did seven eight weeks last year. And, like, Europe is unreal. That'd be, like, preferred destination. But, like, I've only got two weeks off this year. And it's just a bit too much of a trek, like, if you're only going to do two weeks. Yeah. And way more expensive. Yeah. I might just keep my powder dry and do a bigger one next year. 
go to Europe uh, again or potentially Central America. Central America, that'd be big. But yeah, uh, yeah, Europe, you've sort of got to go for more than four weeks. Don't you? I, you've I got feel to dig like in now. Like you don't even need to go to Europe. You just wake up, you turn on Instagram. Oh, Greece, Spain. Amsterdam, like, and you're just sitting in the cold, your cold, cold apartment. Everyone is just doing the exact same thing. Like, there's no originality. It, se- it seems more this year. I mean, it'll be so much good fun, but it, I reckon more people are going this year. Maybe that's because we're getting all older, and all our mates have a bit more coin now. Yeah. So they're spending the dosh on a good trip, and they're all going with their missuses as well. Mm. All our girlfriends are going on these like. So we'd have to do two weeks on our own and then a couple of weeks with them in their little honeymoon phase. You'd, you'd be very worried if you had a partner who went to Europe backpacking for six weeks on their own. Would, mm, would you? Isn't that what your partner's doing at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> Not Europe. <laughs> the, last year, the amount of infidelity that I saw... Was off the charts. Oh, yeah, there's some, but there's some scum, scummy guys over there, and, every, it's, and girls, and girls. Sorry, it's probably it's also the thing where you're like, you know, single for the summer, but then what is it? Lockdown. What do you do for winter? There's yeah, one for the winter. It's like the, the weather starts to get cool, so everyone shacks up in relationships. Well, they've shacked now. up, and then they've booked a trip to the summer in England. So then they've gone single for the summer again for the second time. <laughs> That's what's happening. Well, on the subject of England, match. Yeah. Cracking one of the better matches of cricket that we've seen in the last few years. Yeah, how much did you watch? I've watched so much of it. <laughs> I saw enough of it. I, I didn't watch last night, but I saw a fair bit of it. At the start, like, I thought it was going to be one of the most boring matches ever. You know, there were almost like 800 runs made in an innings. It's like PlayStation. Like, some of the stuff they dish up are absolute roads. You yeah. Know, you just bat. There's not that much in it for the bowlers. So it was actually good to see an outcome like that. And I feel like, you know, today, if you go to work and there's an Englishman, it's the one day where you kind of get, you know, HR's going to turn the other way and, you know, not look if you bully or abuse any of our fellow Englishmen or Englishwomen. Yeah, just beat them. Yeah. Just hit, them with, hit, them, hit them with your words. I mean, because they'd give it just as good. Oh, and they they're do. In, they're in our country. They're going to cop it. And also, it, you forget, you sort of forget how much, like, hatred and rivalry there is in the Ashes until it comes around. Yeah. Like, you forget about it. And then you can hear, the, especially when it's over there, because you can hear the chants. Barmy army. Yeah. Barmy army. You can hear all the barmy army. And that just, it rolls me up sitting at home watching it. I'm like, fuck, shut up, these motherfuckers. When, who was it? That we kept reviewing it. It was not last night, but the, the night before. And we missed a few catches. I think we went up for one and then the Barmy Army were giving it to us because yeah. we just kept celebrating too much. As per. Their yeah. chants are phenomenal, though. Like they're, well, they get it from that soccer culture, don't exactly. they? Exactly. We do not have that. But it's like, you know, those memes where they talk about, like, people in the US and their chants. Let's go, let's go, let's they're go, terrible. guys. It's and that and then it's MVP. Like, they've only got two chants. Yeah. That's it. But <laughs> what, what, yeah, what do we... Do we chant anything? We're good. We're good for a Mexican wave where we used to be before they banned it at a few stadiums. We're good for a beer snake. I feel um, like they single-handedly demolished any kind of larrikinism that was at the MCG yeah. when they got rid of Bay 13. Yeah. An absolute establishment. You know, and we've spoken about it before. Like Gus, one of our mates, his old man was a member of the MCC back in the 70s. And the people there got up in arms when they brought a restriction on how much piss you could take in. And the restriction was one slab... Per person, per day. 
and it's like the cricket starts at like 11 and it goes to 6. If you're going through 24 stubbies, and they'll probably take long necks. And you have, yeah, you're having naps as well. Like there's a few blokes having naps in between the day because that is a long day to be drinking piss the whole time. Oh, and that, I, don't, no. I, I don't think they'd be much trouble because they'd be that buckeye like buckled that they wouldn't be fighting. <laughs> they'd just be at, like just passed out in their chairs. You wouldn't be able to kick him out though when they had to go home. Yeah, no. well you just roll them onto the ground. Well, it's a it's a five day test. Just give those give the tick. They can stay over there overnight. Well, I think the thing is it was the seventies, so everyone probably drove there as well. Yeah, true. <laughs> there was a video popped up the other day of people like getting up in arms when they bought seatbelts in as well. I saw on YouTube. Oh, I, I saw it. And then and then it was the same thing. You couldn't drink and drive, and they're like, oh, what's the world coming to? They had videos in California when they brought in like that. They had drink driving rules, but they didn't enforce them. And then they enforced it. It was like 0.08. And you've got all these working class people like, this is goddamn communism. Like, yeah, this is just ridiculous. If I have a big day at work and I want to have a couple of beers on the way back yeah, home, yeah. that's my God-given right. Yeah, that was the video I was talking about. And it's the same thing, like, and they all go, what's next? If they take this, what's next? And we're still shouting that same thing today about anything that happens. This is democracy manifest. I'm glad to see it was happening back then. Mm. Nothing has changed much. I still think think those ones who want a beer on the way home. With driverless cars, society's going to divert, revert to the 70s where you can just drive to the pub, get absolutely buckled. And then just hop in the car and drive back home. It'll be you and eight of your mates in your car, self-driving car, because <laughs> you'll just get in. But, but the only issue is that um, if you put the address in correctly, you know, you're a bit pissed. And but it's your car. It's got to know your address. Yeah, but say you're going somewhere else, right? You're, you're dropping a friend off and you're meant to say, you know, Sydney Road and it just takes you to Sydney and you pass out in the back. True. But I didn't realise San Francisco now has driverless Ubers. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a few towns that have them. Yeah, that is wild. Did, yeah, I saw some guy was trying. A cop was trying to pull one over the other day, and the lady's just sitting in the passenger seat going, "It's it's dry, like it's driverless. I can't, I can't." And she couldn't. You can't do that. So she's sitting there going, "I can't pull over." And the cop's like, "Come on!" And he's just <laughs> couldn't do anything. Have you seen the video? Like, I think a guy ever takes someone. They stop at the lights, and someone's spraying them, but he's spraying the guy in the back seat, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm not even driving." <laughs> Yeah, what happens to road rage? People I mean, just like abuse the passenger. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, yeah, that it'd be abusing the passenger, but they're self-driving cars, so maybe there's something you can put in them that they like. They squirt a gun, or they like to flash the finger, or or there's like a horn that says "fuck you" or something. I saw this video on TikTok. It was like an advertisement in South Africa in the late nineties, and there were a lot of carjackings, car robberies. So this guy invented this thing where you press a button and like flames just come out the sides <laughs> and it got approved it was legal <laughs> they reckon they sold a couple of hundred How of did it that get approved you just put your foot on the other clutch and then just the fire comes out of the sides so everyone's trying to break in Far out. only white people could but, buy it as well back yeah, then probably <laughs> but it, like they ended up going bankrupt they sold a few hundred that'd be so dangerous in a crash oh. like i did that's i did see a video the other day of a guy in south africa and they're carjackers so they just he's in the car and they just walk up four of them to try and jack him so he's out there with like a katana sort of like a machete like swinging Kill. at these guys like Kill Bill. yeah genuinely f- up and down and then they're trying to get in the car and then one gets in the car and he runs back and he stabs him and then the other is trying to get in the door he's trying to get in you and then he's just going at them with machetes eventually they just stop and walk away but i was like props to that guy for getting his machete out and just going at him like it was a wild thing to see in the streets no, why dude take the car i'm not worth dying well, I mean, if you got, I mean, if you live in South Africa and you've got a machete, 
you probably do know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. So props to that dude. All right, we'll uh, take a break. We'll be right back. Jack's just informed me that you're 37, this is live, 37 followers away from 100,000 on Instagram. Yep, spot on. The ton. Call me Usman Kawaja. Tell me your feelings right now. <clears throat> what emotions are going through? Oh, a bit nervy, through. mate. I'm pretty keen to raise the bat. We're in the nervous 90s. Do you have a post prepared? I, well, I just hope that I haven't done anything too controversial in the last couple of weeks and my account gets banned on like 99,999. Well, you've no doubt done controversial stuff, just you haven't taken photos of it. <laughs> the main. You haven't, have you? No. Well, then you're good. You're fine. No one's got any any photos to post. Or you. someone gets begrudged that some of the videos I've posted and just reports it and then they just default. Well, it hasn't. It. Well, this, luckily we don't record... This doesn't go out live. No, we're recording it right now, so we can hold. No one will know <laughs> right now that you're doing this. I don't right. think any. I don't think you've got any haters out there either that are like just watching it tick over. We should do a live podcast sometime off the cuff. I, I don't know if we're well. It's off the cuff most of the time. We yeah. we literally edit nothing out of our podcast. No, I, I had to take the c word out of the last one we posted. That's about the only thing that we will take out. Correct. We've edited that out, and that that's it. Because I edit them. Yeah, that's all I've taken out right now. That's all you can do. I've left, and there's probably stuff we should have taken out that we've left in as well. So (laughs) I think we'll be fine on the live. It's like next time I go for another job, another day job, someone like just doing their due diligence has to listen through like a (laughs) hundred episodes of Tosses just to make sure that, you know. The um, vetting process. Yeah. Well, by then they'd have like, you can put it through um, some some AI that can pull out all the words, just search for certain words in all all that would you? What would happen if I went into ChatGPT and said, Write me an article about Jack Tossel. Well, there wouldn't be any. It's only up to 2021, September 2021. So you'd be right. Yeah, I don't think there are any. I don't think there's any articles about me now. You won't. Yeah, I don't think there is. He's a top 10 agricultural. Number nine. TikToker, most number influential nine. ag social media poster. Thanks. Influential? Is that what it said? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you influence? I guess you're an influencer. Thanks to the Weekly Times. I'd love, I'd love to find out if anyone out there is buying like rod and gun gear or whatever. Who are you sponsored by? Arby Sellers. Arby Sellers. Just because you're wearing Shout it. Shout out to Sellers. Great wear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When am I getting my free merch? You're getting all this stuff. It doesn't meet, you, meet your brand, mate. I'll be, I'll wear some, what are they? Well, they're just sort of country. I'll wear a shirt from Harvey Sellers. Yeah. Like a cap, maybe? Just rock up and just act country. Stand by your man. Not hard. I do love going to the uh, the Rodeos. Yes. But they're they're another level. Harvey Sellers is quite nice. Rodeos, they're, in, they're like Wrangler jeans, the big belt buckles. We need to go to the Mount Isa Rodeo and see Bobby Catter. Yeah, we should. Yeah, well, that's when I get kitted out from Harvey Sellers <laughs> for that. So how, so how are you checking 100,000 just on your... Just on the phone, mate. Can we get a... We might get yep. a live update. This is probably going to be the boringest podcast. I, I, I don't know how regularly it updates, to be honest, but... We'll have one one more look now, and then we'll talk about some other stuff, and we'll come back to it at the end of the pod. Well, it, it's the same. Oh, it's the exact same. So, so what's, what do you start on today? Like, what's how quickly it, is it going? It goes up and down, so I'm not sure how it judges if people unfollow you or if they delete bots and then add... Because, like, it was... A hundred less when I started the podcast and then went up. But then I checked it then and in went five minutes it's done nothing. Jeez, who, and yeah, where are these followers coming from? Maybe, gee, we should have put this out now to the people of Bangkok. Yeah. And then they would have, they would have, uh, you'd get a fair few there. Great way to diversify the uh, audience. Yep, with the, with the boys from Nicaragua. I was looking the other day, all over the world we get listeners, which is great. Yeah. I love, I love that. I love to think there's people in Europe going on the Europe trip going, oh, how I miss home. Well, down I was having a look, some, some people from Somalia 
I listen to the podcast. Because we shout said out, Somali stuff. Shout out to the, the, the pirates. The pirates. No, not of the Caribbean. But you know what? Our fans from Somalia probably aren't pirates. I think they're good people living in nice little villages. I know nothing about Somalia, so I can't tell you. I can't go on this talk any any further than what I'm saying right now. Well, we'll go to another subject. And the news will probably come out by the time this gets released. But all over the world now, they're talking about the submarine. The, yeah, okay. To, I've, I saw something today about it, but what's what's going on? They went down to see the Titanic and they've lost contact with it. And apparently it's got 90 hours of oxygen. So they're scrambling to find it. They've found some noises there, but the, the run's on, the heat's on. Well, if they're... Wouldn't they just drop straight down to the Titanic? So it wouldn't be easy to find them. And who? how do you get them? Oh, mate, I, I don't know. I'm not an oceanographer. Okay. Well, what's, what's the media saying? How are, we, how are they getting down to it? Well, the hours came down. I think they've got maybe 10 now. They've got to find them and then get them surfaced. They get how, many, how many people are in there? Five. Five people. There's a billionaire in there. There's a billionaire yeah. in there. Well, money can't buy you everything. No. It's like, um, I think it costs like 250000 a pop. So statistically, you know, if you're just prepared, you know, a bit of pocket change on that, you, it's probably likely that you're a billionaire. Or yeah, at least a... True. Multi, multi Or a fanatic, a Titanic fanatic. You don't see someone grinding their guts out and then selling the house just to go see the Titanic. No, no, no. You know that's you know that's why um, uh, James Cameron made that movie because he was a ma- massive into like oceanography and stuff and underwater filming, and so he spent a lot of his budget on that film was de- spent developing the cameras, which he's now used for Avatar. Yeah. So he was planning like twenty years ahead because he and his main hobby wasn't making films; it was just going under the sea. That's wild. So he's just been taking the budgets from the big companies and developed his own camera stuff just so he could film underwater for, for this type of thing. But well, he's not down there, is he, James Cameron? Don't know. I hate to lose him. He's hiding in the Titanic. <laughs> well, that's a good place to go. I guess he loves it. But so what, what the hell would you do, right? You're stuck on there. I imagine there if you're not buying your wife a ticket. Like, you're 250K, it's just you going down there. You've been... If you're, you're freaking out. Like, if, if there were five people, he probably needed a vape, a bit of a stress reducer. Well, yeah. well and you to save some more oxygen, <laughs> you, you're off one person. Because what they've got ten hours left. You're off someone. That's another two and a half hours. You strangle them, but then you're like, would doing that expend more energy? Because I imagine they're not going to do it willingly. Well, there's three v one. You just get someone in the you know choker hold. Yeah, three v one. Put them out. But then if you get out, do you go to jail? Oh, yeah, you've killed someone. You definitely go to jail. Or, you, well, you'd say they asphyxiated themselves. Can you eject them down there? No, that's too... <laughs> I don't think you'd it's be able to It's not James that. Bond, mate. No, I think, yeah, you're right. I think you go to jail when you come back up. But that thought would go through their heads, surely. Surely. But also they'd be like, oh, we're not going to die. This is Someone's going to save us. What happened? Like, why did it stop? Did the engines... Well, I don't up. know, they can't find that answer, they find it, but it's kind of oh. like that movie Apollo 13, you know, where they're going around the moon and everything stops working, they're trying to get back home, the oxygen's cutting low, and they're just regulating the breathing and the CO2's just going up. Surely there's and some emergency stuff for that, like airbags. The emergency stuff was done, mate. You've got to have... I don't know. But, but I'm just like, surely there's some airbags on it that slowly bring you back up. Well, I think there is emergency stuff. Well, stuff goes wrong, mate. Like, hey, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to work out. How this how this stuffed up? I don't know. 
I did, a, I, look, if they need me on the case, I will. It's above our pay grade. It probably is above my pay grade, but well, I'm, I'm here to help. Let's touch on another topic. So I've been reading some articles, and as per usual, the baby boomer media having a swing at Gen Z because apparently they don't work hard enough. They're not prepared to grind it out for their bosses. And this is coming from the baby boomers, a generation who would have 15 cigarette breaks in a day, long lunches every Friday, and not come to the office. Yeah. And the second the clock hit five, you know, there were no after-hours phone calls. There were no, like, checking your emails. Like, you were harder to get a hold of than the freaking Taliban. I mean, yeah, it's, it was a pretty hard life, though. There was a lot more death around, wasn't there? Yeah. And the... Your wives, the wives got beaten a fair bit. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't working very hard. Like, wait, what? how long ago are we talking, though, when you say the baby boomers? In the 70s? Yeah, it's long enough ago. 70s. I mean, not as like, cool like here. Like Mad Men. They were all chugging. Well, actually, they probably weren't taking cigarette breaks because they were probably all smoking inside uh, the, the office. Desk, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my grandfather, who's a priest, used to smoke, like, while he was in the clergy. Which is just a wild thing to think of. I was like, why did pass smoke? They went, well, it's not, it wasn't bad. They didn't know it was bad for you back then. I was like, well, you're inhaling smoke. You just assume that is bad. A financial planner I knew used to work at a bank back in the 70s. And his job was to kind of count the cash and, you know, run it through like a tiller. And he'd just be chain smoking while he's doing it. And the just ashes just going all over the notes. Like, it's a different life. I mean, what's Gen Z? What is Gen Z? Who are they? Born after 2000, I think. I think the millennials and Gen Y kind of merge, but I don't really know the difference in classification. And who's naming these generations? Don't know, not me. Millennial, Gen Z, Gen X, Gen Y. Who's naming them? And who decides the dates? Do we go back, now that there's Gen Z, do we go to Gen A? Yeah, like, why do they start with X? Yeah, and what was before us? Baby, like, what are they? It was Gen Z, then it was like millennials, Gen Y, same thing, Gen X. Baby boomers, and then after that was like the greatest generation because they like suffered the most. They went through like the Great Depression, World War Two, and they called them the greatest generation. Yeah, really? Yeah, I never knew that. Well, yeah, they were pretty. I guess they were pretty great. Well, that's every, everyone before that's what are they? Just like Neanderthals. Well, that's what we talk about. You know, now kids aren't prepared to like you know make a reservation unless you can call up because they get too anxious about actually have no. I mean, make a reservation, they can do it online because they get too anxious about having to call somewhere and book a table. It's like 100 years ago, we just lie about our age at 14 so we could fight and die in Turkey, some country well, we knew yeah, nothing about. Maybe that's because it's easy to do stuff these days so they just don't do that stuff. Whereas back in the day, if you wanted to get on the Terps and go to a restaurant, like, you had to... I feel like you just had to speak to people more often. Like, now, like, even when you're at university, like, you'd be waiting for a shoot, there'd be 20 people at the front or you're on train and everyone's just on their phone. Even if, like, you're not doing anything, people just don't want to talk to someone, so they pretend to be on their phone. It was, like, 20 years ago. If you had 20 people standing around looking at their shoes, no one talking to each other, you'd be like, no. Like... What, you actually think people used to chat on the trains back in the day? Yeah. There's not a fucking chance that was happening. 100%. No way they were chatting to each other on the trains. They would be like, you could... All the chat would be, you going to the pub? And they're like, yep. And then, what pub are you going to? That'd be it. Yeah. They used to read newspapers on the trains. I've seen the photos. They're not chatting to each other. I don't think so. Who knows? I think I think that I don't think they've I don't think they've changed one bit. These days, you just you know it's weird. Guys like looking at porn and stuff on the trains. People like politics. there's a lot more creeps. It's easier to be a creep than it ever has been today. Do you reckon? Or I think it is. Do you reckon it's weird? Like politicians would be watching porn in like 
There's, yeah, Parliament. There's like, pro- yeah, there's like school principals watching watching it. At, just wait, do you go? Was that Geelong College or Geelong Grammar? In college in the junior school it was. Yeah. All my mates that go to college probably don't appreciate me bringing this up. On the Yeah, he was watching it at school. Like there's just some risks you don't need to take. After school hours, but so didn't someone walk past and take a photo? Like? Yeah, of him, yeah. He had shut the blinds or something. I think I saw a guy, I was walking back from uh, the supermarket yesterday and I walked past this, the gym is like on the street. So you can see him walking past, they're all on the treadmills. He flips out his phone and just starts filming. And I was like, what are you doing, brother? Like, I didn't know what to do. Like, do I, should I turn around and call him out for being a perv? But I wasn't sure that he was perfect. But it was pretty pervy, like because the the girls were on the treadmills right there by the window where he pulled the his phone out. Yeah, it's weird. Like, so do was he? Should I have stopped and said, "Dude, stop being a perv." Yeah, he should have stood up. Yeah, I know. Sure. Yeah, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure that he was. That it was looked dodgy though. Yeah, <laughs> man, just seeing a guy flipping out of the phone and just trying to start filming chicks he in the was, gym. You're going to film himself? No, no, no. It wasn't. He literally flipped it out and started filming in the gym. I'd get too selfish to even like. Do a selfie in the gym. Yeah, exactly. Well, this guy's outside the gym. He's just filming people like imagine on the street. People stand up and just like mirror them, just film themselves in the mirror. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Well, we're probably not big enough to start doing that anyway. No, I'll take a I'll take a photo in the in the mirror every now and then. I might be big enough. Probably not. What to take a photo of yourself? Or if you got a hundred k, you can. No, I meant like size. Oh no, yeah, you <laughs> fucking peanut. I would have been okay, then that's that's how you celebrate your 100K. Go on, take a gym selfie of something <laughs> in the gym and post it because you think you're big enough. You right. have to do that now. Yeah. You just thought you were too... Tomorrow that's what I was morning. talking about. Yeah, go on. Oh, God. Take a selfie and post it for all your fans. Don't you reckon... Or just put it... We can put it to the, the Tosses pod because there's less people there. Don't you reckon social media went through this weird cycle when it first came out and it was organic and people doing weird stuff? Like, remember people used to, like, go on Facebook and just post what they were doing? I look back, like, Twitter when I was a young, well, yeah. young teenager, like got back from football training or like had pizza for dinner and that was my post mate again you don't like talking to people you're just letting it out there you thought you were real cool though that was that's the idea and the same like people would post selfies and it used to shit me like predominantly girls right they'd go to all these different places and they'd take a selfie but like it'd just be a close up of their face and you're like no one even knows where you are. Like you could be in the back room. But we were, yeah, we were young. We didn't want not what we, we didn't know what we were doing. But you know how you can tell someone is old. Like I can tell on the dating apps on Hinge if they're of a certain age without even looking at their age. They've always got those dot. Like looks like it's taken an iPhone six. Weird selfies close up. There's just an age gap of women over like thirty. The don't know how, with the vineyard yeah, too they, like heavy. They don't know how to take photos. Like, you can tell they're old because they don't know how to take photos for the new generation, like the newer age. I was reading... It's so obvious. I saw a video about how Instagram became big and originally it was meant to be an app where you could take photos and, like, geotag locations and it got, like, no people to use it. And the guy's wife was talking about how, you know, all her friends like, oh, people have got, you know, all these good photos with filters. We don't post ours because they don't look that good. So Instagram made inbuilt filters mm. and that's when it skyrocketed. But you look back at those filters, you know, some people still use them and it's like... The heavy dark vignette, like yeah. the oversaturated colours. Yeah, I had a, I did have like a, not a panic attack the other day, but like a, a moment of being like, I don't, I don't even know what to do with my photos anymore. How do you make them look good still? Like maybe I'm that old dude now. Well, I edited your photos when you came to Marlow, remember? I got them cut online. Well, they were, but that's the thing, you're carrying around a proper camera. Yeah. I mean, the iPhone cameras are pretty good, but you, are you going to do that on the trip? Are you going to bring the big camera? Yeah, do you reckon? Surely. <laughs> 
If we can fit it on the seven kilograms of luggage, I reckon bring yeah, it. It'll come. If you can fit it in. <laughs> I'm, bring, I'm bringing the little film camera, the yeah. point and shoot. I so, still which, haven't got my film developed from Turkey last year, which is like 11 months ago. Dude, I, I still haven't developed a single roll of film since I've got the camera, which is like five years now. <laughs> I've got so much film saved up. I think I've said on the podcast before, I've definitely taken a mirror selfie with one of those yeah. with me with my shirt off as well. Oh. Like I'm nervous about whoever I'm sending that into is going to look at that as well. I haven't got a single fi- a piece of film developed. We look cool when we're taking the photos. Yeah. And in our head, the photos are going to be sick. But you got to get it. Where do you get them? Where do we get them developed? Well, I might go do that tomorrow. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to oh, I've got to go get a passport photo as well. Yeah. Tomorrow. Oh, ma- Maybe I'll take the film in. But that's... How much is it to get a film developed? Maybe 20 bucks. It better be. Because I can't take a big hit before our trip. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like 100... <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. If it's $140 per roll of film, yeah. then I might be in trouble. Because yeah. I've got... 10 rolls of film to get developed. <laughs> oh, well. But, yeah. On, I, I don't know if we've got anything else to go through tonight. Well, we got we always get off track. Is there any pop culture news that... We'll just do a quick five minutes on pop culture. Taylor Swift released her tickets in Australia. She's coming to Australia. Have they been released yet? Or just the tour no, dates have the been? The tour dates have been released. Well, we probably won't go to that because we won't get it in time. No. That's a real quick ticket. Load uh, up on nappies. It's going to be like COVID again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nappies are great please oh. it, please no one wear a nappy to a t- Taylor Swift concert imagine going out after that and then some dude pulls a, you go home with a dude and you're wearing a nappy oh mate that poor guy but um, <laughs> Taylor Swift Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello they're back together I didn't um, even know they were broken up well they had broken up Jack and now they're back to back together uh, what else do we have we'll do a quick daily oh this one thing from the cricket Cumball was trending today, as in Cummins ball versus Baz ball. <laughs> so that was just a fun little thing I, I saw and made fun a little of. fact of the day. Fun little fact. And trending today was also Tom Holland was trending today because Zendaya's new film, they threesome. just put out from Stills. Yeah, threesome. And Tough day at the office. It's, I would be, I'm, I'd be so jealous. I know it's their job and he can't talk because he's in the same role. But like, it'd be tough watching your girlfriend and have a threesome on. <laughs> on a massive screen. Yeah. Even if it was just acting. Well, they reckon that's how um, not Mark, Stan Kubrick, right? Yeah. Broke up Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman because they were filming Eyes Wide Shut and it was kind of like a dark oven in the movie, swingerish. But there was Tom, Tom Cruise <laughs> and Nicole Kidman and he just got Nicole Kidman to shoot so many sex scenes with like the other actors. And then apparently... <laughs> they say this is how detailed Kubrick was, right? For like two hours, he made Tom Cruise film, like three-second film, walking through a door 58 times to get the right shot. Yeah, one of those. And like, then there's talk about whether he was just like trying to manipulate him and get him bad and like was intentionally trying yeah, to break the relationship. Or if he's just truly an artist, one of the best generate um, directors of all time. Well, he is, but I think there's there's a limit to getting I think the shot will be fine. 58 shots walking that through is, a door. That is ridiculous. I thought you were going to say 58 That's shots for Nicole Kidman <laughs> kissing the guy. That's like when uh, we film here, you know, when Will... Yeah, housemate talks. Yeah, you, know, you have to film fifty eight times just to yeah, sound that, normal. Yeah, that's because he has zero inflection in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just monotone. <laughs> oh. 
All right, mate. Well, that's the pop culture wrap up. That's it for tosses this week, I think. Um, Thanks for listening. We'll be coming back to you next week and hopefully a fortnight after that from Thailand. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Ciao. Back to you in the studio.